three, two, one, boom, we're live on a Saturday. Yep. June 22nd, 2019. It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. Thank you all for joining me here on a brand new episode of Kicking It With The King, episode 190. Second day in a row, decided we should do another show in a row. It's good to be back, literally 24 hours, literally 24 hours um, post episode 189. You guys already know the changes and all that, the name change, the logo change. It wasn't really, didn't put too much effort into the logo change or anything else like that. I just kind of put it together and made it simple rather than my Snapchat, a picture of my Snapchat and you know, it would look good amongst a lot of casual fans and stuff like that, but it didn't, that's not how it came to be. So I just figured that I would just make it simple, something simple, something relaxed, something that didn't take too much effort because I didn't want to put too much unneeded effort into one area and I could put it in somewhere else if you get what I mean. Like you, you, you focus too much on something that doesn't need to be fixed when it's already fixed. But anyways, like the nothing really happened since yesterday. But it's just kind of like um, like you come up with something that you know you come up with things like there's there's always new ways and stuff that and new things that I always come up with and new segments and new new ideas for the podcast and I feel like it's your only it's your only spot to really sit back and you know it's it's your platform so your podcast is your platform basically what I'm trying to say is your podcast is your platform and it's your it's your spot to attract whomever you decide to attract you know, whether it's good people, whether it's bad people, whether it's dumb people, whether it's intelligent people. I mean, it just depends on your fan base. It just depends on what you're doing. Depends on how you're doing it and the way you're doing it. And don't mind that annoying sound in the background. That is my chair actually squeaking. I need to get a new one or something or oil this shit because it's like, it's shooting up like it keeps, uh, what is it? keep squeaking and shit like that good morning though everybody it's good to have you guys here on this um brand new episode like i said um it's episode two since we changed it we're gonna lose severe track of how many episodes there are after a while because we, we started at episode 189 because we're not restarting it was just a new name and same show that's all i said new name same show same place, same location, and everything, and just a couple little changes, and other than that, no, we're right back where we need to be, so, like I said, before we begin, um, kicking it with the King Podcast, like I said, presented to you by Anchor Radio, brought to you by Anchor Radio, um, we are available on Spotify, number one place, my favorite place to get the show and listen to the show at, um, as well as iHeartRadio, CastBox.fm, um, iTunes, Google Play Music, and many of the other major podcast providers. Don't be shy. Follow us, like us, share, and review. Like I said, you're available to share with your ex, with your your baby mamas, with your auntie, with your uncle, it doesn't matter, as long as you're sharing the show, 
That's all it is. But anyways, good good topics today on this um, episode of the podcast. I can't wait to get into these things. Um, you know, good, good shit. We got good shit. That's all. It, that's all that matters. It's Saturday. Um, no fights. There's a couple fights on. No UFC. I think there is UFC fights actually. I was gonna say no like pay per view fights. There's some fights on ESPN. I think ESPN two and bare knuckle boxing and stuff, which is actually pretty exciting. So I can't wait to see what happens with that one. Um, what else I got planned? Nothing else really planned for the weekend, man. I just really want to sit back and relax and just chill. I've kind of been in my zen, and like I said, I explained yesterday on the podcast, um, I've kind of been in a position where I feel like it's all on me in a good way. So, I mean, like, I don't have any negativity, any negative shit, any bad vibes or anything else like that to focus on. So, it's really just me focusing on the things I need to do, and that's not a bad thing to have. It's like literally a battle within yourself and stuff like that and you know the battles within yourself are the ones that you know tend to um please don't leave if you keep hearing that squeaking by the way but yeah like the battles are the ones that you know that that's the ones that get you through life and i was saying yesterday like if you don't have those battles you won't know who you truly are deep down so i think it's important to have those kinds of battles and do those kinds of things because the fact is that life's not a clean slate we're not getting through it easily we're not going to walk all over the things that, you know, you know we're not going to walk around the problems. We're going to walk directly towards them, and we're going to keep going until we can't. That's usually how, that's how life goes. I mean, you have a choice, literally. Like I said, I, we have a choice in life. Life's a big chance of opportunities that are unlimited. You get all these opportunities, we get all these chances to make things right, to do things in our favor, to do things you want to do, to follow things you want to do, um, like, you know, career-wise, job-wise, girl-wise, anyways, like, you know, entertainment-wise, we get all these options to do all these different things that we, we love. I mean, there's comedy, you can be a lawyer, you can be a police officer, you can be a fireman, you could be an engineer, you can be a welder, you could be a concrete pourer, you can work for Caltrans, you could do all these crazy amounts of jobs. And that it's like crazy because you, you think about school, you think about all the schools and stuff. So all those people are going there for an education, followed by getting a degree, accomplishing something, and then eventually going on to something bigger, as in going from like the colleges to like the four-year colleges, two-year colleges, junior college, you start there, and then you go from there to the four-year colleges and stuff. So it's crazy to think about like everyone there is, 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 has a purpose, and their their purpose is to most likely graduate. I have seen a couple of uh, experiences where there's people there just to meet girls, which is super childish. I mean, it's better than meeting them online for sure. Cause like you meet them online, you don't know, you never, you can't see them. You never actually seen them in person. You don't know if the picture is really them. Uh, kind of crazy people live online and stuff. And some of the most craziest hooligans live online too. So, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy though. Online dating, dude, look, online dating is fucking terrifying, dude, if you ever tried it, have you guys ever tried any of that shit, like, I never tried, like, Tinder and all that and stuff, but there's, like, a couple unnamed apps that I have used, but it's, like, like, they're crazy, they got crazier over time, like, but, 
like before that though, like I, I used them like back then when I was like, maybe, like a lot of the friends I have on Snap are people maybe that added from there or Instagram or Twitter or any of those other ones and stuff like that. But like a lot of them were girls either adding me or me adding them. And it's like, I don't want to take the time to remake my Snap and get all these dumb hoes off my, my, my feed. And you know, a lot of them were, I don't know, most, most of them are pretty fucking stupid though, to be honest with you. But then I heard like a couple stories and stuff and like <laughs> about about that whole process of being like online and having friends on there and stuff like that. It's like it's like you're it's like you're talking to a robot basically. That's that's like the way I looked at it. Like I looked at it like you're talking to a robot because like you can't see them, you don't know what they're doing, you don't know what they're truly doing behind your back, and words can only go so far and then for those people that like are more intrigued by actions versus words it's 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 like it's a bad ball game it's a bad catch it's a bad baseball in other words i mean it's rare to find something online where you find where you're comfortable i mean for me i'm the reason i'm not comfortable with it like i can like maybe in the past and stuff like a while back when i was a lot younger and stuff i just played around with it and it's fun to have people and girls they'll like talking to you or just you know keep yourself kind of busy but then again you could keep yourself busy in different ways but like that that whole process was scary because when i first like had access to the internet when i was like a young little kid and stuff and i had my original ipod and stuff it was like an ipod touching it was like third generation it was the one with the shiny ass background and the, um it was all silver i think too yeah so it was all silver and it was shiny too so um yeah, I, I use the internet and Wi-Fi, like, all the time and stuff on there, so, so that's kind of where I found, I found the app, I think I remember finding the app off seeing this one dude, I forgot, it was a while back, but I seen him on this app, and I asked what it was, and then he was telling me about it, and then he said that, based off the age groups and stuff, you put your, you, you sign up, you create an account, you put your, put your birthday, and they match you with people your age or older, so basically, if I, I think it's for people eighteen and older now. Back then, it was for people underage. I think if you are underage, you have the op- option of, um, you know, being around people your group from I don't know how old, from twelve to probably seventeen or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. I just know that's that's what I based off what I've seen and how it was working, what he said and stuff, basically it just separates you from your age groups and stuff. So that's really kind of like where I started to like message and stuff. That's where I really got exposed to the internet and stuff like that. And I mean, I used the internet before lots of times at school. We would always go to the computer lab. Like I would have cases where I would go there and do that, but nothing ever like that. I mean, I just wanted to make friends. That's the thing. I didn't have any friends or anything at the time. So I was just like, I mean, I get to talk to people and not even be here. I mean, I mean, back when I was young, those texting apps were real big. Like the whole, like the text nows and, um, what is it? Text now, uh, text plus all these apps that people use <laughs> when you don't want to give someone your actual number and that's just hilarious man 
I'd almost feel hella bad though. I mean, if anything, I just don't want to have a huge block list. Like, say for example, it goes, it goes bad, you could just block them on the app instead of worrying about your changing your phone or blocking their numbers on your phone and all this other bullshit. But like for me, most of the time, I, I really didn't. If I didn't have the numbers, like when I when people ask me for my number or, or if I would get someone's number, um, it depended on like, well, selfishly, like depending on their status with me like say for example like i'm just gonna be real honest right now like if they're fucking attractive as fuck and they ask you for your number or they want your number and stuff like fuck yeah i'll give you my number i don't care it's worth the block in the end if that happens <laughs> but then like i mean if they're all right looking that's the thing like the main thing is you go for some go for things you like so like if they're all right you know like they, they want to talk they have a good personality i don't like judge people like if they're ugly or anything like that but like I like they may, if you make a conversation, you have a good personality. That's all that matters. I mean, it, it costs zero dollars to be a decent person. That's for sure. But well, going back to what I was originally saying, um, so yeah, like I got introduced to all that. I had friends, you know. I was kind of introduced to Facebook. Yeah, when I was just looking on um, Facebook the other day um, when I actually started using it, and it was back in two thousand ten. So, like, almost 10 years ago. That's pretty funny. I mean, Facebook, I don't really use it as much as I use, like, Twitter and Instagram. You all know me. You, like, Snap, Twitter, Instagram. Or here it is. It's like this. Maybe Twitter, Instagram, and Snap. The rest I don't really use. I'm like, I'll go on Facebook to pr promote my podcast and stuff and uh, talk about, like, basically, if I put something on Facebook... It's something that I'm aiming to make people see. And I know the people that are closest to me are going to see it. Like when I talk about um, like fights and stuff or I share fight news or just, just post anything. Any any really sticky thought in my head that I really want people to see, I'll post it on Facebook. But other than that, like I'll scroll and stuff and just go scroll through my phone, look at different memes or different pictures or funny videos or um, interesting articles that I find interesting and stuff like that, but other than that, I don't really go on Facebook, but, like, Twitter, I'm a big reader, so I kind of got attracted to Twitter more, so, um, well, I had it since 2013, but I'm on, like, five Twitters, but I have one official Twitter, at G, the King, underscore MMA, by the way, for anybody that's knowing, that's listening, um, and also, um, I, yeah, so I just, I mean, I use that because I like to read, and there's a lot of quotes, and I follow all of the famous athletes and stuff on the internet, stuff like that, and um, just, you know, just the way that I am, like, I like to follow all these athletes, all these actresses, because, you know, like, funny story, let's fast, let's rewind all the way back to when I was a little kid before I had the internet, I had all these famous stars that I would follow. You know, all the Disney Channel people, all the Nickelodeon people, all the car not not on the Disney Channel, like the Disney Channel mainly, like the reality shows, like Wizards of Waverly Place, you know, uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, um, like the original D D uh, Disney Channel shows, um, even Stevens, um, Phil the Future, you guys remember all those fucking shows? Those were the shows, man. Those were the shit back then. So, like, following all my favorite uh, favorite um, pop stars and shit like that, I didn't have access to the internet. So, I was, like, reading magazines all the time. And 
basically transpired to 2019, go from reading magazines to reading articles on the internet. Not so much in the books, but I do read articles. I kind of skim through them, depending on how interesting the article is. Like, if it's super interesting, then I'll go back and I'll, I'll completely just, you know, I'll actually read the whole article, and there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, other than that, you know, just, I like to read. It, it's soothing. It's relaxing. And, you know, you get to learn a lot of stuff. And, you know, especially, I mean, with this whole social media stuff, we are still reading in a way. So, like, you read someone's post. Oh, I read your status. Oh, I read your tweet. Oh, I seen your snap. You see, you can see snaps. But, like, for Snapchat, for example, I feel like a lot of people don't use it for texting. I mean, a lot, I do. I personally do. But I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, they send pictures and stuff, and you do streaks and all that. Like, all the younger kids do all that stuff. I used to do it when I was younger, too. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. 90s kid, 2019. I'm not far off. I'm young as hell. I'm still young as hell. I still like to enjoy myself. I don't like to categorize myself as an old person because I still have so much shit. There's still so many years left for me to do all this, all all these exciting things and stuff like that. So it's pretty crazy though. Like uh, early, early part of my childhood, like when I was growing up, like as it's like a teen, kind of in teenager years, I kind of got into like fitness. I was a little bit more into fitness. Like I wanted to use all the free time I had to go to the gym and you know go for runs every single day. Like I'll go running an hour a day every single day. And so people were thinking like they would see me all the time and be like, oh that's the guy. He always is always running. Like, I'm always running. But the thing is, like, I don't even remember if I had, like, um, if I had music with me at the time. I had my iPod. I just don't know if I had, had headphones or anything. Because before, when I started, when I first found out what Wi-Fi was, I can't even remember when it was. But, like, when I first found out what Wi-Fi was, I actually, like, I went to a local Starbucks. Like, the local Starbucks was probably, like... Jeez, how far was that? It wasn't, I think it was maybe like a mile or so away. So if you're walking a mile, that should take you about like 30 minutes or so. So it didn't take me too long to get there and stuff like that. But like, I just went there for Wi-Fi. And that was kind of like the evolution and stuff. So I kind of started Facebook, have all my friends on Facebook and like, and you know, Instagram, I, I, Instagram at the time for me, I didn't really use it like that. Because I thought it was all about posting pictures of your food. And then we fast forward like 10 years later. And it's like you put in uh, Instagram TV. I think it's called like IGTV or something. And uh, you know. You could record your videos longer now. And the layout looks completely different. I truly wonder in the next five years. What's going to be the most popular thing. Is Snapchat still going to be here. Instagram still going to be here. If Twitter, if all the social media, I wonder how much it's going to evolve. I wonder how much it's going to change in you know the direction this world is going in currently. I don't really know how good it's going to get. That's the thing. I don't know how it's going to get. It's kind of interesting. It's just crazy for like for so long we've been using all these apps and stuff and all that. It's a, and you know. Like, it, 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 we've never stopped using them. That's the thing. Like, none of them have died out in present day. I mean, for a lot of the original people that had MySpace, I was doing a lot of other shit besides being on MySpace. 
So like having a phone and checking my phone, checking for Facebook, checking Instagram, checking Snap and stuff like that. Like I wasn't doing that. I wasn't going to be doing that with the like, you know, how Instagram is now and, or how Instagram was before or my, no, how MySpace was. That's the thing. MySpace, the original Instagram and stuff like that. I wouldn't go on there as much like MySpace. For example, I wasn't on MySpace like I'm on Twitter or Instagram. You know, I would check on MySpace. I would go on every so often. Like, you know, our little uh, elementary, junior high school friends would talk about adding on MySpace and it was the same as if it were here, like in 2019, like, oh, add me on Snap, or here, add me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, blah, 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 you know the drill, um, and that's the way it was, like, before that, now, MySpace, I think it still, it still runs, I think you still create accounts and stuff like that, but I still have my account active, it's actually, a myspace.com slash nose 500, because I used to get made fun of, Little, little did they know that they would have get not, gotten knocked the fuck out back then. But I used to got made fun of as a little kid because my nose was like a lot bigger than a lot of the normal people and stuff like that. But it was just, you know, it was, it was, it was something you're born with. It's so, it's so childish to sit and make fun of someone because of something they have, like a physical disability. Not saying I had those or anything like that, but just, just anything. It's so childish, man. Just grow the fuck up. Realize you would have been knocked the fuck out back then making fun of me for something like that. Um, but, yeah, so. So I created MySpace. Didn't really fucking talk to anybody on there. Then you literally just add anybody you wanted. And I think they had to rec- accept it. But, yeah, I would, I would try to add a lot of my friends and stuff on there. And, and then go from there. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Facebook. I did a lot of work on Facebook, like, originally when I first started with Facebook, I didn't have friends on there, I had, I think I had a friend, it was, it was a girl, she would add people for me, who were in, within her friends, local area, and then all of a sudden we start getting mutual friends over the years and stuff like that, and that's how I found early people on my Facebook, now it's like, I have hundreds of friends on there, but I don't even talk to, like, five of them, I mean, like, five, five, I like, 500 to 600, pretty crazy, though, like, my usage of social media has definitely doubled within, like, the last five years and stuff like that, but I use it, I try to use it productively, like, you know, when I post on Instagram, I usually would post, like, positive quotes, and then follow it up with a nice, amazing, beautiful, warm caption to follow it up from there, and from there, I, uh, you know, just was passionate about posting a lot of quotes and stuff. That's what I did on my original Instagram. I, remember, I don't remember if I ever told anyone on here or, or just told in, in general that um, the UFC was doing a big sweep of accounts that were posting a bunch of uh, fight videos copyrighted content and stuff from their old accounts and stuff like that and no no from from old fights and stuff and old footage and stuff you know it's copyright the UFC is super sensitive you can post pictures and stuff but you can't post the, um the clips depending on who you are and if people even know who you are but most likely they're going to know who you are and they're going to take down any content that's um copyrighted so i guess they were doing a clean sweep of all that and then one day i just decided to sign in the instagram or get on Instagram and signs me out and I try to sign back in and I'm like request password I can't see my password I try to request my new password or some reset it and stuff like that and it wasn't working none of it was working I was like hey what the fuck is going on here it wouldn't even let me sign in on the app into another account on the phone 
for like the whole time I was st stuck out of Instagram. So the, the whole UFCs were just removing accounts that violated um, their code of conduct. I don't know. Not code of conduct. I don't know what it is. Um, violated their, like, you know, terms and conditions, I guess. Whatever the fuck it's called. I don't give a shit. But, yeah, my Instagram account was terminated. So, like, the, the, how I was going and talking about posting on Instagram, I had, like, 6,000 posts on Instagram. And now I have 200 posts. Um, real far. You do the math how far I am away from 6,000. That's not even the goal, now. I just post... Whenever I feel, whenever I post something, it's because I'm really feeling what I'm posting. So I get to do that and like enjoy myself. I just post whenever. I do a lot of reading, read a lot of the um, comments and stuff, the comment sections. Pretty funny, pretty entertaining. I don't really like respond to trolls or any of that like, online bullshit like I was saying yesterday. I really live like kind of like a complete, not a complete, but like I can live a completely like, you know, not stress-free life, but like bullshit-free. I'll bring in all the stress that I need because you need stress to be one of the best people in the world and, you know, strive to have big goals and big opportunities. Without that stuff, there's no stress. You know, you don't get stressed without that stuff like with that stuff comes stress so you got to be prepared for each and every scenario that you could possibly have coming your way um i was just about to say something but i forgot my fault for being high yeah i am high it's like 7 30 in the morning i just woke up wanting to be productive I was thinking about yesterday's show and I was thinking, how can I top this? How can I improve it? How can I make yesterday's show better? And I did today and I'm happy and I'm glad to be joined in by anyone who, anybody, anyone and everyone. It's real awesome. I mean, I don't like podcasting is fucking awesome dude you get to sit down and talk about whatever the fuck you want whenever you want however you want for however long you want and stuff like i don't do all the limits and stuff having limits on the, on how, how long i go is like you know i can't do that man especially not if you have guests or something or you have people that want to talk with you and stuff it's like not oh we only have 30 minutes bro we're gonna get into a deep ass conversation like that podcast i did a few weeks ago with josh fulmer um it was like three hours long Three hours fucking long and definitely enjoyed myself. That was fun. We got to get him back on here again. I was think I think about that every time I do a show now. So um, you just got to get more guests and stuff like that on. Other than that, you know, just go back to do everything that I know I can do and, you know, put my content out there. My content will be noticed by the right people and the content will, you know, I just put out whatever it is that I feel is necessary so if you like story time or you like to hear people talk about this is random shit, this is like the podcast for you. We literally sit down and talk about everything. That's literally what we do. That's literally in the bio for the podcast. Literally, that's like what you describe. I need to stop saying that word because I'm going to piss myself off. But like, yeah, if you look in the bio of the podcast, it's literally like you say that. It's we talk about everything. It's mainly everything. There's not like one thing that we don't talk about here. It's whatever comes to mind, and that's, like, the best part about podcasts, because open podcasts, at least, like, when people are just 
talking bullshit for the whole time and stuff like that. Like I said, do you like this podcast? Do you? Then in my my case, you should go review it, like it, and share it. Share it with your baby mamas. Share it with your girlfriend. Share it with your ex. Share it with anybody. Podcasts are the future. Everybody has them. That's the thing. Everybody has them. So it's like you kind of, you kind of, kind of, kind of got to stand out. But then again, if you do it, you're you're move you're joining the movement. I'm pretty sure I talked about that in the ad. If you listen to that in the very 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 beginning, it says something about joining the movement. So I was like, join the movement. Oh, ah, I just remembered right now exactly what I was going to talk about. I just watched Scarface yesterday. And it's not my first time. Don't get it twisted here. I watched it probably like... Literally probably like at least 10 times. And for me, that's a lot. Because I watched it over a period of time. And I watch it every so often. But yesterday, I was stuck on that shit. I watched... It was like two hours and... It said two hours and 55 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, and stuff like that. And then I think if you go to Avengers Endgame, that was about a three-hour movie, too, a little longer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I can watch three-hour movies all day, especially if they're, if they're real, real good. I can sit and watch three-hour movies. That's a classic right there. Scarface was an absolute classic. I definitely enjoy that movie because, like, just just the raw savagery of, of the mob and stuff and those, those drug lords and stuff is just fantastic. You know, all the kids wanted to be Scarface when they were younger. At least all the bad kids, for, for, in, my, in my opinion. Like, it was just cool to watch the whole time. Watch the whole thing. If I took a break, I remember... I remember exactly where I was at and stuff, and I went right back. It was that movie forever will be a classic, and it's actually real clear too. Like if you look on your phone, or depending on like how you watch it, like on DVD or if you watch it online or whatever it is, um, it's hella clear. Like the DVD release of it or the, the dig- digital copy and stuff. Like you watch it on iTunes or. And all that Google, I think Google Play Video has Google Play Video has it too. You can rent it on YouTube or stuff like that. The YouTube gives the YouTube gives you the option to buy these movies, rent these movies. I think too. That's the cool part about it. And then be, like YouTube never used to do that. Now YouTube has like their own series and stuff. Series is that I even say an accurate word word right there. Series YouTube series like TV shows and um, all this other shit. YouTube has so much content on there now, so it's, like, hard to keep up with everything. Especially when you have, like, all these fan accounts and all these people creating, like, you know, it's like the media for, like, for, like, I almost want to describe it as, like, all these different accounts talking about the same thing. So, like, when it comes to Avengers, for example, this is the best example. The Avengers accounts, when I was trying to find all the news I could find about Endgame before it came out, who was going to be in it, potential plot points, all this other shit, I leaned on these other accounts to get as much information for myself and be able to process all this information for myself. So, it's like, all these people are coming up with the same stuff are coming up with with things that they heard from leaks and all these different things and you know they're putting it into individual their own individual way or platform or distributing it out for people to be able to hear or to see in their case see because it was on youtube and stuff like i don't i don't want people i don't care if people see me right now. I'm, i i like to put out content 
something for you to listen to. Not see, because I'm not doing anything that's... I'm not doing anything that's too exciting to the point where people should want to see. So, I mean, audio is easy as hell. It's for, like, when you're on the go and shit like that, or you're you're walking, or you're running, or you're working out, or you're at work, or whatever it is, you're jacking off. I don't fucking know what the hell you're doing, but, like, you hear podcasts. That's what I do. I hear Joe. I listen to Joe Rogan all the time. I mean, I was definitely happy when he came back and did all those podcasts. I actually listened to one of them last night, too. It was real good. Um, I forgot the name of the dude that was he was on. It was two dudes, but one dude was doing the documentary, and the other dude was talking about his encounters with UFOs and stuff like that. So it was pretty interesting, though. And like, if I'm not listening to Joe Rogan, I'm probably just chilling at home, relaxing. Other than that, when I'm not busy, though, I, I use my time when I'm like on break or on my days off and stuff like that. That's what I meant to say. Not on break, on my days off. Like I'll just. Relax, chill, enjoy my time, peace, zen and peace, like literally, that's all that, that's all you should be doing, zen and peace, just like, you're peaceful at life, because it's so much, there's so many disturbing things that go on around this world, and a lot of hatred, and shaming of gay people, and all this presidential shit, and Everything else that goes on, it's like no, I, I don't, I don't associate with any of that stuff. I stay away from all that craziness and all the the, the, the the army of the internet. Everybody rallies together in communities on the internet. So it's like the internet's like a whole other world, and we're in a we're we're in we're in a crazy world as it is, but we carry that craziness to a bigger world an even bigger base of knowledge which is the internet so what do we do we create these social media platforms we create these movements and people will rally together they'll form groups they'll form cults they'll form clans whatever you want to call it they'll form gangs facebook groups support groups it doesn't matter what it is people like to create everything so they create everything and that's what people do now so it's like, you're never alone in a way on the internet. It's it's a whole other world, man. Like, it's pretty insane. Like, I've, like I said, I've been using the internet for a long ass time. And like, where it is now, it's so different now. I mean, I mean, it's not so different. It's just different how the utilization of it. That's the part I'm talking about. Not the the internet's expanded, and there's been a lot more newer things that have been on there, like new apps and new new software, and new abilities to use, like you know the MacBooks and Windows computers and all the new iPhones, Androids, all that technology has just been been completely advancing and stuff, and everything has been advancing. But you know, like the one thing, what was it? Fuck, I was just about to say it. Damn, it was on the tip of my tongue too. Oh, like, just the utilization, like, how people use it, what, what they choose to use it for. Mm-hmm. I mean, by all means, there is a lot of people that do use the internet for a lot of helpful stuff, but, you know, there's a, a, a fat majority of people that don't they use it for negativity. They use it to spread hatred. And stuff like that, like, you shouldn't do that kind of stuff. It only shows what kind of person you are. That's the thing. 
I don't want to sit here and be negative on the internet. A lot of people say that your profiles and all that stuff is your highlights. No, I mean, there's no lowlights. The rest of the, any, any negativity or any any other parts are in my mind. There's no other parts. I mean, I do my best to tune every single thing out and, you know, not associate with that with bullshit. You know, openly talk about whatever is going on in my head with someone on a podcast with one of my friends family member i don't know there's nothing there's nothing that there's no low lights that's the thing the low lights have happened i'm like if you're on a you're on a quest constantly that's what life is a constant quest to be somewhere where you want to be in life and that's that's the important part so i mean like the 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 bad parts the 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 non-highlights the low lights those are in the past i'm not going to sit here and talk about past because who the hell why would you live in the past it's all about the future here it's all about being you present day you 2019 2020 version of you that's all it is that's the way i look at it like that so it's like you can't go backwards you got to move forward that's the way that's the way it is so just keep going that's the thing facebook needs to do some shit about these fucking bots fucking girls dressed up as in bikinis and stuff like that and friend requesting you and shit pretty crazy um fuck I'm about to scroll twitter right now real quick Kamaru Usman said uh when will you finally get one thing right when it comes to me lol it's comedy making watching you make all these false predictions and claims anyways nice try because huh, ben askren said listen kamara usman will defend his belt when i tell him to probably ufc 242 in abu dhabi ben Askren's just a fucking character sometimes he's kind of annoying Sometimes, most most of the time he's he's all right, but sometimes he's fucking annoying. Sometimes, dude. Um. Anyways, that's not what I was looking at. I was trying to look at. Um. Sean O'Malley suspended by Nevada State Athletic Commission and out of UFC two thirty nine against uh, Marlon Vera for a ban for for ban. He gets banned for trace amounts of a substance from his last test, if I'm not mistaken. Which is pretty pretty fucking insane. Pretty stupid, actually. This whole drug testing thing is pretty insane. It's like, especially when you get traces from your so-called past test. If that's even a thing, that's pretty crazy. Um, let me see. And they got bare knuckle boxing today too. Artem versus uh Polly. I'm probably gonna be tuning in later on to watch that. It said five hours from. Oh, Helwani's on PFL now? Oh. Yeah, Bare Knuckle Boxing's on later on. Five hours from right now, I think. From this, wherever wherever you are, I think it's just five hours from right now. Pacific time, Eastern time. Um, that's going to be interesting. Though. I'm going to wait until uh, the main event, though. I don't know if I'm going to... I'm not too sure if I want to if I want to watch the whole card because I'm just trying to watch the main events. I don't really give a fuck about the other ones. 
Uh, here's an answer to something I was looking to see. UFC President Dana White uh, explains why Wei Li Zhang is, has been given the title title shot. She He said that she's the highest ranked fighter available to face Jessica Andrade right now. She's on a 19 fight win streak. Rose is on. Rose wasn't ready. Suarez hurt her neck. Nina just lost. Joanna's taking time off. Claudia has a fight scheduled against Randa Marcos. Lili Zhang is next in line. Does does it fall into place with the opening of the Performance Institute? Yes, but it was fate. Fight, right fight, right place, right time. This was the fight to make. That's what Dana. That was uh, quoted by Dana White. So I mean, I I agree with it. There's no, there's complete facts with that. So. Um, I think I'm in a better mood to talk about fights today. I just noticed that. I mean, I just read that whole entire thing. Um, what UFC fights? I want to know who's on these cards and if there's any sleepers on this UFC card this weekend. Uh, let's see. Yep, perfect. You retweet because it's fight day. If you go on the UFC's handle, they always have that uh, the little picture of the card on there. You get to look at it. Um, so the main event is uh, Hanato Moinkano versus Korean Zombie at 145 pounds. Co-main event, Brian Barberino versus Randy Brown, welterweight showdown. Andre Ewell versus... Um, I think it's like Elias Dos Santos. I don't know his fucking first name, but it's not Junior Dos Santos. But um, Andre Ali versus De La Rosa, Kevin Holland versus I don't I don't fucking know who these people are. That's why you're hearing me struggle with names, first names. Um, shit. What the? F- I mean, there's only like probably like three. I mean, hey, it may end up being a sleeper, but there's, like, probably only, like, well, let me see, one, two, three, four, I guess I know four out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 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 eleven, eleven, four, you know, four fights out of the eleven fights, that's, that's a failing grade right there, that's not even a stacked card, that's why. I mean, it's a great fight. Main event's a great fight between two uh, two veterans of the game. Well, not veterans, more so Korean Zombie, Hanato Moikano. Not too familiar with seeing him in in too many main event slots, so it's gonna be interesting to see how he handles this. Uh, since losing to is Jose Aldo, his last fight, his last loss was against Jose Aldo. Um, was this like unanimous decision? How when did how did that fight end? I'm going to look at that. Because, you know, other than that, Honato Moncano looked great against Cub Swanson. Had a close fight with Brian Ortega until he got caught and stuff like that. But, you know, other than that, Honato's a real star still. And he, he still has a lot um, to offer. Definitely. I feel like he's a... That's, I mean, obviously, the UFC gave him a, a main event slot. So, they must um, have faith in him. You know, obviously, Korean Zombie's a headliner. No matter who it is that he fights... Oh, yeah. Oh, so it was a finish. Jose Aldo defeated Moicano by KO or TKO, TKO round, round two, 44 seconds. Um, yeah, so before that, who did he fight? He he fought Cubs. Yeah, that, that Cub Swanson fight before that. Fought K- 
Calvin Cater before that, and then the fight where he lost, his last loss was to Brian Ortega back in 2017, so other than that, you know, he had, he's looked, he, he had one loss, and, you know, before that beat two guys, and then he lost before that, but before that, he beat, he beat the likes of Jeremy Stevens, uh, he beat Zubaira to Hugov, um, Ilari Santos, those are some of the most notables. Um, Jeremy Stevens, like I said, Cubs wants in. So he, he's fought some some for real good guys. I mean, beat Jeremy Stevens, a great guy who's close to being Brian Ortega, great guy. Calvin Cater, no one knows who he is. Sorry, Cubs Swanson, one of the veterans of the game, WEC fighter, top contender in the UFC featherweight division for the longest time. Um, and the great King of Rio, Jose Aldo, the former UFC featherweight champion. Um, What's next though after this fight? I, that's my question because I'm not trying to go another weekend without any UFC. I mean, there's Bellator and stuff like that. Musasi versus uh, Lovato Jr. is an exciting fight. Paul Daly versus Eric Silva. I want to see Paul Daly get the win over um, get get that one because I don't want to see any more losses on that record of his. Holy shit, man! It's a lot of losses. He's fought a lot of guys. A lot of guys will take him down. A lot of guys will lay and pray. Uh, I don't know necessarily if he's been submitted. Has Paul Daly ever been submitted? So I don't know. I'll, I'll look at that in a little bit. But um, yeah, so he's like, there's still a lot of uh, exciting fights. Let me see what's next. What's next? Oh, here we are. Moicano versus the Korean Zombie. No, no, not not that. One more. You see, I can't function sometimes when I'm high. All right, let me see. <sighs> Pulling up UFC.com for those who are just listening to the show. Just want to see what's next after this, so we can. I don't know. I don't, I'm bored. I'm bored talking about these. There's not too many great fights. Kevin Holland versus uh, Lesio Di Sharico at middleweight. That's a good fight. Um, all right, just pulling up the events. No, did I? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Oh my fucking goodness! Son of a bitch! Why the fuck does it keep directing me here? Oh, upcoming. I want to see some upcoming shit. Ah, this one. Now we could top. We are. We have a long ass conversation about this one, but we're not gonna have an hour long conversation. But um, this one comes up. This fight night comes up. I'm not. I'm excited. More than excited for this one. UFC fight night in Minneapolis, Saturday, June 29th, headlined by Francis Ngannou versus Junior Dos Santos. Jeez, great fight. Co-main event is uh, Juicier Formiga versus Joseph Benavidez. Damian Maya versus Antonio Rocco Martin, as also known as Tony Martin. Lightweight Roosevelt Roberts versus Vince Michelle. Vince Michelle's an explosive powerhouse, so that should be a good fight. Um, Drew Dober versus Marco Polo Reyes at 155 pounds. Alonzo Menafeed versus Paul Craig. Paul the Bear Jew Craig. That's his name, the Bear Jew. So, I mean, for this fight card, is only basically one fight, two fights I care about. Nganu, Dos Santos, Formiga, Benavidez, because the winner of Formiga versus Benavidez will most likely will be one of the guys that are next to fight 
whoever at 125 pounds for the belt. Henry Cejudo was what I meant to say. But it's like, you know, after that, you can't be denied. So whatever happens at 135 and 125 pounds, because Henry Cejudo, those guys will be one step closer to solidifying their shot at whatever the UFC decides to do. If it comes to interim belts or whatever it is that they choose to do, these guys will get a belt. At least get a belt. I mean, for Benavidez, I feel like that would be actually kind of cool. Get the interim title shot. He has a win over Henry Cejudo. And just the cringe, the cringe of both those guys together, building building that fight back up would be severely exciting. So I would be excited to see that fight happen again. So um, we're, we're going to fast forward because I'm trying to get to fight night. That's like, like a real, a real good fight night. Like, a real exciting fight card. Like, I mean, the fight cards are coming up in July are the ones that really are popping. They're always popping. The ones in International Fight Week, those are always the best cards. Let me just pull it up. I'm going to reload my... It takes that long to where I can reload this pipe. Flow Kana Gold, Northern California. Grown sustainably. Some straight kush right here. It's some straight kush. I call it that. It has a name. I named it myself because there's no other types like this. At least not 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 that, not that I know of. Like I said, I, I mixed it yesterday. If you guys remember, I said yesterday I mixed it because it wasn't top tier. At least not like I wasn't trying to spend a fucking hell not huge amount and stuff like that though. It's only scraping the top, scraping the top of what I normally could have. Um, it finally loaded, okay. Moicano. No, it's not that one. No, it's not. Ah, uh, UFC 239. Now, now we're talking. Now we're finally getting somewhere on today's podcast. When it comes to fights, at least. That's an exciting fight card. I had a dream about that fight last night. I actually had a, um, it was crazy. I mean, it's just game plans wise, and it's really exciting to think about because um, we have a light heavyweight title fight between John Jones and Tiago Santos, which is a huge, dangerous fight. Huge, 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 dangerous fight. I mean, Tiago Santos kind of could be John's Anthony Johnson kind of right now because we've never seen him fight. We're seeing him fight these contenders. We've seen him fight Gustafson before. We've seen him fight DC. We've seen him fight all these other guys and rematch a couple guys. You know, Gustafson and DC. He's rematched those guys. But, like, we're getting a fresh contender right now. So, Tiago Santos, I mean, obviously, he's been fighting for a while. He's he's top fighter at middleweight, too, definitely. Um, But, you know... He looked a lot better at 205 pounds, and so he made that fight with Khalil Roundtree, or not Khalil Roundtree, excuse me, uh, with Eric Anders. It was a, a back and forth. It was a fun fight. I mean, when he originally made this jump to 205 to take like a short notice fight, I think I forgot who it was against, but uh, he, you know, I felt watching him at 205 pounds, I felt that Tiago did definitely belong at 100. Or 205 pounds, and look at him now. He's fighting for a world title against the best fighter on the planet, John Jones. However, who do I think is going to win? I can't bet against John Jones. I just think that Tiago's shown too many holes to where John Jones can't exploit them. I mean, there's too many things that 
I'm, I'm, it would be crazy for John not to. My favorite, my favorite technique would be to use the clinch against this fight. You know, you know, close the distance early. Not, not because of the power of Santos, just to wear him down and take. Uh, you know, it's dangerous game plan, but it's like uh, he's so dangerous in the first round and stuff. So I would, you know, John, John is real good at, with the clinch. So you know, we, we've seen John. Uh, Doing um, we we seen what John did to Glover in their in their fight. You know, he I think he dislocated, messed up Glover's shoulder in that fight. So it was like he fucked him up in that fight with in the clinch. So I feel like you know if John gets him in the clinch, he could you know, land a lot of a uh, nasty power in, 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 in via the clinch and you know wear him down, take him down because Tiago is successful at getting taken down. He's very aggressive and he moves a lot. He's very nasty with his punches and stuff. And you know he could he pull off an upset? How crazy of a fucking scenario would that be? And as crazy as a, a birthday weekend it could be for me, like if that were to happen, because July is July second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah, that's definitely a weekend. So if John Jones lost, oh my fucking goodness, life would go upside down. So it's pretty crazy. So that fight's coming up. I can't wait for that one. Um, we got another title fight on there too. Very interesting, very exciting fight. Long-awaited fight between uh, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm. That was an excellent fight. Holly Holmes fought the best of the best. Amanda's fought the best of the best. Amanda's knocked out some of the best of the best. So, and, um, she came off that victory over Chris Cyborg, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Holly Holm has looked good since making the move up to 145 pounds. Um, she just beat Megan Anderson recently, and did she just beat someone else before that? I'm not, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Um, but you know, Holly's the one pony that's super tough, super tricky to figure out. And you know, she took Chris Cyborg to distance. Obviously, Amanda knocked out Chris Cyborg, but you know, Holly took Chris Cyborg to distance, and she busted her up a couple times. And you know, Holly's a Holly's really good at game plans, and Holly's fantastic in the stand-up department. But you know, I think when you look at a striker like Valentina Shevchenko, who Amanda did fight, and then you fast forward and you look at you go you go see the fight with Valentina and Holly. You know, Holly's all for upsets and stuff, but I just think that if Amanda can beat Valentina Shevchenko, obviously close fights, controversial both times in a lot of people's eyes. If she can beat her, then I think she can beat Holly, but we don't know. That's the thing. That's an exciting part about this sport and stuff like that. It makes it to where it's exciting. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Um, welter at welterweight, Jorge Masvidal versus uh, Ben Askren. Why the hell do they have a um an old picture of Jorge Masvidal on there? It's like he looks like a little boy in that picture. Him, he's taking on Ben Askren. Really funny because like I don't know how that fight's gonna go. I mean, I do. It's it's like basically it's gonna go one or two ways. I mean, all it is is Ben closing the distance with him and shooting for the takedown. Because what else does he have? Like in all reality, I would I would I would put my entire paycheck down 
if Ben were to knock Jorge Masvidal out with like a punch or some shit or crazy like uppercut or something like that or any kind of strike, there's no fucking way in the whole entire planet. There's no way, dude. Just no, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I would quit everything I did if that happened. It's crazy, dude. There's no way. So Ben Askren's obviously going to come in. He's going to initiate the takedowns, use his grappling, try to use, be top-heavy, shut Masvidal's game down, shut down his crazy striking. Because if you don't shut it down, you're going to get knocked out. You're going to be shooting for, your, for shooting for his legs, and it's going to be a bloody fight. And you, you, You're not going to be... It's not going to be good. He's going to be shooting for dear life and, and out of desperation mode. And, you know, Masvidal can catch him in a choke or something like that. You know, don't sleep on a Jorge's uh, submission game, too, because, you know, his submission game is not to be fucked with. You know, he's beating some good guys with some submissions. He beat Michael Chiesa with one, too, and um, also has knockout power. So if... if uh, we were leaning towards a winner in this fight. For me, I, will, I always go with Masvidal. But for a method of victory, I think it would be a finish because Masvidal, I mean, either take him to the distance, beat the fuck out of him for three rounds, stop the takedowns. All he has to worry about is stopping the takedowns. And these are just regular take. These are Ben Askren takedowns. Obviously, um, lots lots of pressure. puts a lot of pressures on guys. But it's not like a, a Khabib kind of takedown. Like, oh, dude, no one's stopping Khabib's takedowns. We still can't think of anybody that's been able to stop him really i mean connor had some success in the first fight but he didn't really you know after a while just was successful to takedowns other than third round and stuff but going back to that it's not like a crazy takedown that's impossible to stop so i just really don't see his fight going any other way other than ben either taking him down grinding him out and just beating him beating him up on the floor with wrestling, just dominating him on the ground, classic Ben Askren style, or just Masvidal piecing him up and reminding him that that's not a, that reminding him of uh, who the real Scarface is and the real OG is, and that Ben Askren should have shut his fucking mouth early on before talking about Masvidal. That's the thing. As easy it is as it gets. At light heavyweight, now, um, exciting one, Jan Blahovich versus Luke Rockhold, Luke making his 205-pound debut, surprisingly hasn't pulled out of this fight yet, um, Luke's number three at light heavyweight, what, no way, I mean, Luke, Luke making his, uh, arrival at 205 pounds can either go one of two ways, you can get knocked out cold in the first round, or, you know, that cut down to middleweight was just so fucking drastic, on his body and as big and as thick of a muscle mask as his body has has had throughout his entire career of making 185 pounds multiple occasions on for many 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 of his fights basically all his fights i don't even think he's fought at 205 before so um this makes it interesting because like you know jan's a tough guy he's a real tough he's real he's powerful too so I mean, Luke has an amazing, phenomenal ground game. So great wrestling, great takedowns, great jujitsu, great uh, ground top, you know, offense and stuff like that. So, I mean, I feel that Luke Luke would be the kind of fight that he would take Jan down and, and 
eventually go for a submission, you know, just beat him up, beat him up on the ground to the point where he beats him in a, a, a potential submission, like a rear naked choke or just ground and pound victory. But other than that, I, I feel, you know, Jan is very dangerous too. So you can't sleep on Jan. Definitely. I thought about that too. It's a very tough fight. It's, it's easier said than done when it comes to game planning and, you know, and all that, you make it seem super easy, but that's a real tough fight. So I can't wait. I want to see Luke perform at 205 pounds. I'm a big fan of seeing, uh, guys go from a weight class, go higher, go or go lower to a weight class that suits their body better. And they perform better. I mean, look at Tiago Santos, uh, Anthony Smith making their jumps to 205 pounds. Luke Rockhold make his jump to 205 pounds. That could equally be something that's even better. Say what you want about Rockhold. He has a lot of uh, has a lot of talent and definitely is obviously a former champion and you know has some of the best skills in the world. So excited for that fight. Can't wait for that one. Will be truly good, truly good card. One more card to talk about, and then we'll get we'll get you guys out of here. Um, Diego Sanchez versus Michael Chiesa. That's a great fight. I mean, if you look at Sanchez, his career, he's been fighting since Ultimate Fighter one in two thousand and five. He's been fighting since then. And he's like thirty. I think he's like thirty six or thirty seven or around there and he's taking on a real good guy too michael chiesa looks good looked good making his um move to 170 with a i think he's coming off of a submission win over carlos condit so obviously that's anybody that's able to do that to carlos condit's um top tier and amazing fighter so i mean diego's a brawler he's a guy that puts a lot of pressure on guys he comes forward obviously he's wild striking and comes from a mexican background obviously he's Famous for his, his fights with Clay Guida and you know Gilbert Melendez is a fun one too. And his fan friendly just come forward, fuck it, basically just brawl, sprawl, not sprawl and brawl, but just coming forward and brawl till we're bloody. I mean, obviously lately he has been putting a, get uh, together a lot of intelligent game plans and stuff like that. And, you know, he's been putting it together. I mean, his fight with Mickey Gall, where he took Mickey Gall down and just beat the fuck out of him on there, was was absolutely um, phenomenal. I, mean, I do believe Diego's on a win streak, too. He beat Craig White as well. Um, he's coming off another fight, too. So let me look at, let me look at that real quick. Because it's, like, phenomenal to see as long as he's been in the sport. Ultimate Fighter 1, dude. They're like Ultimate Fighter 20-something now or whatever. Ultimate Fighter a million. I mean, he's been fighting since 2000. I think it's 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me look. Let me just quickly look. When was his first fight? His first fight was in 2002. He's been fighting since 2002. Oh, man. And he's been in the UFC since 2005. Ah, that's what it is. I mean, he started his uh, UFC career undefeated. Um, he beat Nick Diaz. Well, wow. beat Brian Gastaway in the first fight in the UFC. Oh, no, Kenny Florian. He beat by TKO in the first round. Um, then he started off all undefeated until he met uh, Josh Koscheck. A guy named Josh Koscheck, who we all know, fan favorite. 
<laughs> talked a lot. He, Josh Koshler talked a lot of shit too. Nobody liked him. I mean, I did, but like it was generally he's generally hated by average MMA fans. So, and then obviously from from there he went to fight John Fitch, split decision loss. Okay, from David to David Bale Caden submissions. He's had a lot of wins by submission due to punches. Then he beat Luigi Filoavanti. I don't even know who the fuck that is. And Joe Stevenson, obviously, after that. And then his third loss, first loss by stoppage, was um, BJ Penn. Then he lost to John Hathaway. Ooh, that was a bad loss. That John Hathaway fight was crazy, dude. I remember, I remember when John landed that vicious knee and he stunned Diego with that. He he, he hit him with that knee because John was like way taller than him too. So he threw that knee up and he he caught him with some – he hurt him. He hurt him with those uh, – I remember that shit. That was crazy, dude. That was like a mismatch. I mean the Allen Berger fight too was one of the fights that Diego lost and that was actually – um, the next fight he lost was the Allenberger fight, but he went on a two-fight winning streak after that. Beat Pia- Paulo Tiago, Martin Catman. Then he lost to Diego or to Jake Allenberger, which a fight in the night for sure. Um, then beat Takanori Gomi. I remember that a lot of people thought that um, he lost that fight and he missed weight as well too. So now that was the, the historic card on Fuel TV. Um, it was. Brian Stan versus Vanderlei Silva. Oh, dude, that was like one of the craziest fights in the world. That was one of the most entertaining, wild matchups that I had ever found myself coming across watching. You know, I woke up one day and just decided I was going to watch that. I mean, I knew I was going to watch it, but like, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that shit was all going to happen early in that fight. I just thought that they were feeding Brian Stan to the... I didn't know, like, I didn't think they were feeding Brian to the Wolves or anything like that. But I was like, shit, that's a hard one. And Saitama in Japan, in the Saitama Super Arena, where they've held some of the best pride fights and best martial arts fights of the world, bringing in an American hero over to Japan, essentially enemy territory. That shit was crazy, dude. That was just insane. Um... And, you know, they delivered with the fight of the night. Essentially, uh, Vanderlei ended that fight. I think it was like third round or something. But he knocked him out afterwards. That was freaking crazy. And then, so Diego goes from there to that famous fight with Gilbert Melendez. Famously, that was like one of the fights that I went back to the iTunes library to actually officially buy it. Like, I bought the fight and I watched it in iTunes because I had it on my, um, I had iPhone at the time too. So, I actually, it was one of the famous fights that I actually bought and was walking around like, Actually, you know, like, <laughs> I actually watched that shit. That fight was so entertaining. It was so much fun, too, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, he lost to Miles Jury, too. Lost to Ricardo Lamas. Um, Joe Lozon stopped him. Oh, Joe Lozon beat the fuck out of Diego at UFC 200. And then uh, Ally Quinta knocked him out. Matt Brown knocked him out. So he's only been... He's been knocked out three times, but he's been... Stopped for a total of four times. I mean, that BJ Penn was the first loss of his, uh, well, first TKO stoppage loss of his entire career. So, I mean, Diego's been fine forever, man. So, I mean, he had longevity. He definitely has looked good against guys who were essentially designed to take him out. And, you know, uh, he's proved that. Your mind and your your body. There's no there's no uh, 
what is it? There's no, there's no limit to what you can accomplish in life. There's no limit to what you, what you set yourself up for. So essentially like your mind and your mind works, you push yourself to the limit. Your body will work along with it after so long. But if you have a strong mind and you can get through anything in life, you can do it. Basically, that's what he did, dude. Ultimate Fighter won. In 2005. In 2005. And it's 2019 now. And combat sports careers usually average 10 years. No more than that. I mean, maybe a little less. Some people have longer careers. I mean, you look at the guys we have fighting in the UFC, like Overeem. Um, Alexi Olenek has like over 60 fights. Like 57, 11, and like freaking four or some shit, like some crazy, insane shit like that. But like we have guys with hell with hell of fights, so it's like really just depends. But it's all about your longevity because Diego doesn't have a crazy amount of losses like an Overeem did or anyone else like that. But it's like he he has a good amount of losses for a man who won the Ultimate Fighter one. I mean, the first winner of the Ultimate Fighter, dude. That's that's a big that's some big history in the UFC and big in the combat sports. I mean, the Gracies and all that. They're all part of history. So he was a part of history too, Hall of Famer too for sure. Um, and he's going up against Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa is also a phenomenal grappler. Uh, great submissions, very gritty, very tough, comes forward, puts a lot of pressure on you, great takedowns, great grappling, it, it, also a winner of the Ultimate Fighter as well, so this is a clash, this is a combination of two of the best Ultimate Fighter winners, putting them together, and, you know, we'll see what happens, I mean, it's a gritty fight, Michael's a little gritty as well, but Diego, I feel like he has, he has underrated grappling, underrated takedowns, and, you know, definitely will put a very tough fight. Very, very tough fight for both men. And very, uh, what is it? You know, very, very tough fight stylistically for, for both guys. But, you know, Diego, it's not like a, a non a fight he can't win. I mean, his grappling and his his pressure, let alone, is, is a lot a lot for people to deal with. I mean, it's, it's crazy how good he's looking, man. I, I wanted to go back and get that number for how, uh, how many um, fights he won in a row. I wanted to quickly see. I just wanted to see real quick. How many fights does he want? I think it's two or three. Oh, I thought it was three fights. Oh, no, he's beating Craig White. He beat the fuck out of Craig White. Hasn't, haven't seen him since. <laughs> um, it was last year. Um, and last, last one was uh, the fight with Mickey Gall, but he looked amazing when he fought. So he's total of 29 and 11. 29 wins and 11 losses. Maybe a little bit more wins but um i feel like he has more fights than that that's the thing but yeah he's he's going up against tough tough michael chiesa winner of the ultimate fighter beat albaya quinta beat um carlos condit you know had some fun fights um he's had some fun fights in the octagon as well so well we'll see what happens with that one overall should be a great fight card that's not till july 6th though um jones versus santos headlines home versus uh, Amanda Nunes is a co-main, so we're on a set card for that one, and I can't wait for that. So we have to talk about we get to talk about um, some future fights coming up because we didn't talk about fights yesterday. So today we're a lot better with that, and I was less lazy. So like I said.
I think that's it for us today, though. I like appreciate you guys all for joining us. Um, you know where to find the podcast at for the newer. Since the name is updated, I'll help you guys um, search it, like look it up, basically. Um, it's, it should be KWTK Pod on Instagram. One more time, KWP. Uh, it's like keeping up with the Kardashians. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> keeping, kicking it with the king. So KWTK pod on Instagram. That's the show's um, Instagram page. Uh, my Instagram, always the same, at G the king underscore MMA, facebook.com slash gabybaby123 if you're interested. Um, no one really uses Facebook anymore. It's the age of the dinosaurs. Um twitter.com slash g the king underscore mma and let me get that accurate anchor uh anchor um thing for you anchor uh address some from the podcast you can locate the podcast i don't know if they changed the name let me just quickly see anchor let me just pull anchor dot fm slash g meeker mma show we'll still say it actually was told that uh the name of the show was actually liked yeah, anchor.fm slash MMA show still. So, essentially, the original name will still be there. If you're looking for the URL, it's still there. Um, quickly, Anchor. With Anchor Radio, like I said, it, it guides you through everything. If you're looking to start a podcast, that's the app for you. I guarantee it. I'm not bullshitting. I'm not lying. I'm not trying to sell you or do anything or anything else of that sort. It's literally the app that everybody needs in the world. If anyone wants a podcast and doesn't want wires or any of that crazy shit like that, I definitely would go with it because the fact is if you don't know what you're doing early on, there's a voice, there's an AI voice that guides you through every little step of the way. One, two, three, ABC is easy as saying that. It guides you through every single step of the way. You just got to have an email account, password, special characters recommended. Um, you can sign in with Twitter. You can sign in with Google. Um, not only can you, you know, make a podcast on there, but they give you so many different options. You can add background music. You can put, um, you, you customize your own artwork, obviously not on the app. It doesn't give you that option, but if you have some sort of artwork from, you know, something else that you designed or something like that, you can quickly put that on there and use that as your cover art with the anchor logo on the side also anchor helps with distributing your podcast to all the other major podcast providers so all the major providers that you would need or people would use like you know spotify iHeartRadio, you know the drill etc everybody uses all those so it makes it so easy for your podcast to be found by anybody and you can type it in on google you can you can search it up in podcasting um, podcast apps. Easy as every, easy as one two three. It's one of the easiest things. So, anchor.fm slash start to start your own podcast. Join the movement. Join the team. Join the world of podcasts because everybody has podcasts now. It's like a movement. It's it's a normal thing. It's it's normal to have a podcast. It's not normal to not have one. That's how it is, kind of. Like your favorite celebrities or favorite fighters or whoever you follow all have podcasts. And now it's crazy. I mean, I started back in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. So I've been looking, looking at it years later. It's crazy to see the world of podcasters. So anchor.fm slash start for that one. Follow my page 
at anchor.fm slash G Meeker MMA show. This was the second episode we've done since changing the name to Kicking It with the King. I hope you guys did enjoy Kicking It today, hour and 15 mark, folks, and two podcasts in two days. Just like I said we were going to do. I didn't say that yesterday, but, you know, I promised better shows and stuff like that. So it was kind of like just relaxing and chilling with each other. So, um, started the show off kind of slow, but then eventually we got into the fight stuff and then we kind of went back on track, but it was, it's great shit overall though. So I appreciate you guys all joining us here on this episode one, um, what is it? 189. Fuck, I'm losing, I'm losing, uh, (laughs) I'm losing uh, track of everything. Let me just quickly see it. One last hit before we get out of this bitch. Episode, what was it? Episode, ooh, episode 189. That was episode 189 was yesterday. So episode 190, this is episode 190 of Kicking It With The King. Still kind of crazy with the fact is that we haven't had that many episodes since the name's been changed. It usually would be like episode one or episode two or something, but it's like literally we're just changing the name. That's all we did. So episode one, this was episode 190, and we'll be back next week with episode 191 and the rest of them. I can't wait. The countdown to episode 200 will be insane because we got, um, so episode 190, so one, two, like we got like at least 10 weeks, close to 10 weeks left before we hit episode 200, unless I just go on a podcasting rampage. It wouldn't be a bad idea, but anyways, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you all next week. Thanks to Anchor for um, having putting the platform, having the, being the platform for this podcast and for many others and stuff. So thank you guys. Thanks to Spotify. Thanks to all everyone who tunes in and everyone is subscribing i'm seeing the numbers go up definitely and i'm very excited about it so like i said we'll be back next week g the king out baby